Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. I'm back again with Pastor TJ, and we had an incredible weekend this past weekend, just as a church in general. We launched our Lighthouse Point location, and I don't know about you, TJ, but it went better than I could have even imagined. Yeah, I mean, that's what I have been told from everybody that was actually there, that it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's like, because we're streaming, you know, the message over there in the video live from this location over to, to Lighthouse Point. And it was like, you were large and in charge right there. It it was, it was pretty crazy because you don't know what to expect really when it's a video, but it was awesome. Yeah. I, I actually maybe liked it a little bit better than. Yeah, here. actually, uh, I think more people gave their lives to Christ in Lighthouse Point than did in Parkland. Parkland had four services. Lighthouse Point had two mm-hmm. and more salvations in Lighthouse Point than Parkland had, which is it was unbelievable. pretty amazing. So over the weekend, uh, over two services, we had 636 people. 636 people that attended Lighthouse Point. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. So thank you guys so much for those of you that have given yeah, that have served, you know, all of the things that that go into making coastal happen. Like we could never have done that without you. And I'm sure we'll look forward to many more launches because TJ's got big vision. Lots of vision. Lots of vision. Not <laughs> lacking in vision. It scares me a little, but anyways, this weekend was really an amazing, amazing message because I think it started off the year right. And I'm sure there's a reason that you started off this year with this series built to last. So maybe we should talk about, you know, why you were choosing to do this. And even even in the beginning of your message, you talked about how you structured this year with messages. And so maybe like, why why did you do that? What brought you to that? Yeah, I, I mean, all of it, all of it starts with, uh, you know, we believe that God gives you words every year. Yeah. That's kind of a theme for that year. And and so I, I've been praying for the last couple of months, God, like what, what is, what is kind of the theme of, you know, 2022 for our church, not for me personally, yeah. but for our church, you know, yeah. like, what do you want? You wanted to make sure and include that. Not for me personally. Yeah, not for me personally. I don't <laughs> want anybody. you know, I'll be at home. Like, yeah. are you sure you want to eat that? Don't you want to go to the gym with me? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was, I was praying and I just, I just really felt like, um, you know, it's, it's about us, you know, we've had. As a church, we've had astronomical growth mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of years yeah. in so many different facets. You know, we're expanding right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got even more things on the horizon that we haven't even shared with people yet. Yeah, and and so in looking at all that, it's you know you can in in business and all those things, organizational growth. Uh, you know, it's it's really it's really hard to continue to scale at a pace that we've had to scale at and do things at as a church. And I just really felt like God was saying to me, like, listen, if if you're not getting healthy, yeah, then you're not going to be able to accomplish all that I have for you. And so like, 
let's let's make sure the foundation is really set. And I know the foundation of everything is is you know how how healthy are we? Because we're mm-hmm. only going to be able to to grow and reach as many people as we are healthy to sustain them. Because right. God's you know these are God's children. He's not going to give us people that we can't take care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really felt like God was like, hey, this is a year that you you as a church, as a whole, you need to get healthy. And so I started thinking like, automatically you think, oh man, healthy, you know, I need to get slim. Right, physically I, healthy. You, you think physical mm-hmm. health, but I didn't really. Which is important. Which is important. Mm-hmm. And and actually in early morning prayer, uh, Dinah, who is our, our our kids director for our Lighthouse Point location, she was doing the devotional for this yeah. morning in early morning prayer. And she, she quoted a scripture out of Timothy where he says, you know, uh, physical discipline is, is good, but spiritual discipline, you know, yep. spiritual health yep. um, is, is even more productive. Even more productive because mm-hmm. it not only has value in this life, but it has value in the next life yeah. as well. And and I think that that is is a critical thing. So when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about man, if we're going to get healthy, it's it's got to be a holistic aspect of health. It's spiritually we've got to be healthy as a church, you yeah. know. I'm watching so many people in relational problems right now yes. and dealing with people that are struggling in their marriages yep. and struggling with their children. And I was like, man, we've got to be relationally healthy. And I was thinking about the emotions that people are going through, through fear and anxiety and depression to to well, and anger and resentment and bitterness. And I was thinking about the emotional health. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, we're in our 21 days of prayer and fasting right now. And everybody that fills out a prayer card you know, throughout the week, we put those prayer cards, we spread them out around the stage and you can go around and, and pray for different people's yeah. needs. And the the thing that I'm realizing most, so many of those cards that I pick up, people are dealing with the emotional side of things. They're dealing with the anxiety, the depression, you know, and, and I think that's a huge piece of living a healthy life is yeah. to be able to manage those things in a healthy way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are dealing with it, especially coming out of COVID and, you know, I think just life in general right yes. now with the the emotional roller coaster of the economy everything yeah to to the news cycle mm-hmm. to the social media cycle to yeah. just the psychology of of our day yeah it's hard we, there's so much we are we're processing more information than we were ever designed to process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's hard on the emotional state yeah um and then, you know, financial, if you read a lot of those cards, people, people are struggling financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and God has a, a ton to say about all those things. Yeah. And, and I just, I just really felt like in my spirit, if, if we were to get these four areas mm-hmm. and we were to really dive into them this year mm-hmm. and, and along with addressing our physical, you know, we're going to address yeah. some of those other things, not as, not as predominantly as these mm-hmm. ones, but if we were to really work on these areas, what what would we look like as individuals? Mm-hmm. What would our families look like? And mm-hmm. then what kind of impact could our church have Yeah, moving forward? No, if we all actually took time to work on these things and better ourselves yeah. in all of those areas of our life, we are the ones that make up our communities and yeah. our families. And so if we get better, everything, everything gets, around us yeah. gets better if we take ownership. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've been on a theme as a church of in, in, over this last little season mm-hmm. that that everything we're going through is more spiritual than we think. Yep. And and I think that that 
Like God is trying to really communicate something to yeah. us right now that everything we're dealing with, there is a, a deeper spiritual element. And I think mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why the 21 days of prayer and fasting that we're in right now is so important. I always go back to Daniel, you know, and, and this conversation he has with the, there's only a couple of times that angels are actually named in the Bible. And he's, he's mm -hmm. having a conversation with, 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 I think it's Michael. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he's going, man, I, I prayed this prayer. Why are you now coming to me so much later yeah. with, with the answer? And he said, well, listen, God granted that answer right away, but there's been so much spiritual battle yeah. to get the answer to you. To there's you. been spiritual warfare that's mm -hmm. been going on. And and we only look at the physical side of things. We don't look at the, the supernatural side of things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like God is trying to open up our eyes and going, "What? Listen, listen, church, listen, mm -hmm. people. There is a, there is a spiritual battle. There is a spiritual war. There is a spiritual element yeah. that is taking place that you need to get aware of, mm -hmm. and start recognizing, so that in your physical life you can overcome these spiritual things, and you yeah. can you can persevere and you can keep on, so that you can really uh, see the breakthrough and." accomplish the things that I've actually set out for your life. Mm -hmm. So what are, what are some of the ways that you think, you know, the beginning of this year, I know we're doing prayer and fasting. We're, you know, I, I think this is going to be a typical answer that, that we give, but what are some of the ways that people can really make this their best year spiritually? Because you, you did say like, this can be your best year if it's your best year spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it comes down to, you know, if I could ask you to do five things yeah. that, that would transform your life this year, yep. you know, um, spend time daily with God mm -hmm. would be one of those things. And what I mean by that is spend some time in prayer. Mm -hmm. Here, here's a, here's a simple formula. Give, give me five minutes of prayer, mm -hmm. five minutes of worship mm -hmm. and 10 minutes of Bible reading. Mm -hmm. Commit to that daily. Yeah. It's 20 minutes. And again, it's it's really not, I think people make it harder than it really is. No, no, no. Go, go get the Version Bible app, mm -hmm. download it, mm -hmm. get on a one-year Bible reading plan and, and, and do it. it yep. Like literally 10 minutes a day, you'll read through the Bible in the entire year. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you don't even have to be somebody that's super deep spiritually or super far along in your Christian faith. Like, it really like that is how you grow yeah. even when you don't understand and you can't figure it out. Like some of my, some, I think my greatest period of growth in life, I remember just kind of being at this place where I was just running from God, from church, from all of it, just like not really wanting to have much to do with it. I grew up in the church and then getting to this place of desperation, my life was kind of falling apart. And I remember just getting to this moment of surrender and really how my how my life completely changed is I decided, you know what, every day I'm going to get up, I'm going to read my Bible for a few minutes, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to journal. I was a journaler because yeah. I just, I'm a processor. You're still a journaler. I'm still a journaler. So I, I need to get stuff out. So when you read my journal, you'd be like, oh my gosh, Shayla is so jacked up. But I'm just, I'm just really- <laughs> That's it's, what it's I think really every time I read it. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, but it's really, I'm just processing through my thoughts and trying to get out the junk and give that over to God and then read and write 
you know, what I'm, what I'm learning, I'm writing down God's word. I'm like, what does that mean to me? And how does it, and really by doing that produced the majority of my spiritual growth. It wasn't a church service I attended. Yeah. It wasn't a mentor I had. I, I really didn't even have any mentors growing up. I, I mentored myself. God mentored me, I guess, by, by sitting and reading for a few minutes and being in worship and doing a little bit of journaling. And I'm telling you guys, like, I was a different person. People would literally come up to me and go, Sheila, you just look different because I did a few small things differently in my life and it changed the course of yeah. my life. And it's not that hard. Yeah. So, so going back okay, to my sorry. five things. So, yep. so spending time regularly with God mm-hmm. on a daily basis, uh, attending church weekly. Yep. Uh, Serving. Because community is important yeah. and worshiping and all yeah, yeah. together in, in the body of Christ. Yeah. 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 Uh, serving regularly Yep. on a team. Yep. Being a part of a connect group. And I will tell you, serving on a team, we have more people, and I think I say this all the time, more people that are like, man, I wish I would have done that sooner. Yeah. Because of the community, because of how it feels. And it's just, it's a great way to meet people and to give back. Yeah. So community. Okay. Get in a connect group, oh. you know, do life with other people <clears throat> and, and, and then, and then be generous. Yep. yep. Be generous with your time, your talent, your treasure. Yep. Like those five things. And, and, and again, you know, we've talked about this, um, you know, 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. that's an hour and 20 minutes of your week. Mm-hmm. Um, actually an hour and 40 minutes. Sorry. I couldn't add. Right what there. if you do like five minutes in prayer, five minutes Some in worship, worship and 10, 10 minutes, minutes reading your yeah. Bible? Okay. So, so, so it's, it's an hour. It's basically an hour and a half of your week. Right. Which you, is nothing. You, you spend t- about eight hours watching TV. Yeah. You, the average American spends six hours a day watching TV. Wow. Latest statistic. Wow. Um, a day, a day, a day. Because the moment but they nobody get nobody has time for anything. Correct. Correct. That's that's the irony of it. Um, because as soon as they get home, they turn the TV on, which is which is ironic because we never turn our TV on. Uh, we have lots of them all throughout our house, <laughs> but we never turn them on. Uh, we turned it on for the national championship game last night. That was the first time. I did been, not. I read a book. You read a book. That was the first time we turned on our TV in over a week. Yeah. Um, so. You you go to church regularly. That's another hour. Yeah. You 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 serve once a once a week. That's another hour. So you're at three and a half hours. Uh, you go to a connect group. That's another hour. Four and a half hours, and then you randomly be generous. You know, with your time, mm-hmm. talent, your treasure. So you spent four and a half hours. Less time than you do watching TV less in time, one day. Yeah. If you're a guy, that's about the average amount of time you spend pooping a day. So. <laughs> When you said that this weekend, people, what's funny. So being in Lighthouse Point, you know, and you're sitting there and it's a video. So you don't really know how people were cracking up, you know, but so that that's the entirety of your 168 hours a week. Mm -hmm. You spent four of them, four and a half of them doing things for God. And it would radically transform your life. Your spiritual, you, you want to be spiritually healthy. Take me up. Do that for 90 days. If you're not spiritually yes. more connected to God, yeah. you can walk up to me and punch me in the face and tell me you're full of it. That's right. But if I'm right, if you I'm get right. You punch them in the face? No, no, no. no. 
then you got to come up and tell me this changed this changed my yeah. life and you got to tell you got to get on video and tell the story for me yeah because i i really do believe there's so many people that are going i i want the answer how do you know how do i get out of this situation or what is going to make my life better and it seems so simple but it is radically transformational yeah. If you do it. And honestly, it it brings you most of the people that do this will just tell you they have a sense of calm and peace and joy and just reassurance. Yeah. That changes the course of their day and how they interact. Well, it goes back to something I said this weekend, you know, uh, a miracle might be a part of the process, but it's your habits that are going to sustain yep. you. And and these are the habits that create a healthy spiritual life. These mm-hmm. are the same habits that if you're a married couple, if you'll implement them together, mm. will make it so that you have a zero divorce rate. Yep. Yeah. You wow. know, like that, that's a crazy statistic. It, 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 it's mind blowing because it's so simple. It's so simple. <laughs> In fact, I, w- I was reading uh, from another psychologist this week, um, just because I'm always preparing for messages. Yeah. And so I'm I'm consuming content. Basically, this this psychologist was talking about you like, he's like, I don't believe in in the Bible and I don't believe in God, but the principles of what they say, mm-hmm. if people would do them, they they make a substantial difference in your relational world. Yep. He also he also went on to say, like, Listen, if you're not having a a date with your spouse once a week, like that's the bare minimum. Wow. I I just it was it just was really, really and interesting. And dating your spouse doesn't even have to be going out to dinner or going to a movie. It can be putting the kids to bed and you know, like some people don't have the resources or the babysitters or whatever, but it's a t- intentional time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which most people don't make time for. We sit in front of the TV yeah. and that's not a date. Or we go to a restaurant and then we're Be both on, on our, our phones. phones. You just look around a restaurant sometime and I just crack. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, back to our subject matter. So, so okay, go ahead. So it's, 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 you know, growing spiritually. Those habits. Those, those habits mm-hmm. will, will radically transform your life. I actually just started reading a book by Mark Batterson called Win the Day. Yeah. That's all about you know, creating these healthy habits in your life that, that lead to a better life. And a lot of it is spiritual discipline. So if, if you're looking for a good resource or something to read at the beginning of the year, it's phenomenal to help you kind of let go of your past and like your things that you found yourself in a rut in and then kind of create some new habits in your life that can really allow you to flourish. Yeah. And so if you're looking for a good book, that's a great one. It's a great book. Yeah. Um, what do you, would you tell... I'm I'm trying to figure out how to word this because sometimes it's hard to change a whole lot of things at once. Yeah. Um, but you have to kind of start somewhere. And would you say, where would you say that somewhere is? Like if you could add something every week. Yeah. I mean, that's why I said, man, if there's one habit I could give you yeah. that I would encourage you this year. I didn't I didn't list 10 habits. It's the Bible reading. It's reading your Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Because how do I, I just think about this? Like, I know your voice because I've listened to it so yep. much. Yep. Um, you know my voice because you've listened to it so much. So I, much. If somebody if somebody tells me something that you said, 
right away I can go, mm, I don't think Shayla would say yeah. that because I know the character of Shayla. Yeah. I know I know what she would do. Like I can know if they're giving me right. some baloney or yeah. if they're giving me truth. Why? Because I know your voice. It's good. And, and I think so many of us, we want to hear God's voice. We want to know what God's will is. We want to know what God's direction is, but we have no idea what he sounds like or mm. what his character is yeah. or or what what he would say about me. Mm-hmm. And so the only way that I know how you can get that yeah. is by seeing what he's already said yep. and getting to know his character and his attributes mm-hmm. and his love for humanity, his love for you, what he thinks about you, yeah. what he says about you, what he believes yep. about you, how he gave for you, how he sacrificed mm-hmm. for you, the amount of grace he pours out on you, all of those things. Yeah are only found in his word. Yep. And in a lot of us, I, I think the reason we're struggling is because we don't, it says we have a hope as an anchor for our mm-hmm. soul, firm and secure. You know what our hope is? It's his word. Yeah. Well, you know, going going back to <laughs> Dinah's devotional this morning was actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, she talked about losing her cell phone. Yeah. You know, and the value that she places on her cell phone made her search for that so much heart for hours, you yeah. know, until she found it. But if it's something that we don't really care about, we don't make time for it or search for it. It's like, eh, whatever, you yeah. know? And I think we have to look at God's word like that. Like we have to place value on it enough that we are willing to search it out yeah. and to spend time in it. And the, the, the thing grows in value, the more time that you put into it as well, the more valuable it becomes in your life. And so I think even if you start out and it's like, I don't even know what this means or is making sense and whatever, don't stop. Like, don't stop at that point. Just continue to read because the more like, again, you can go back to talking to someone and as you're listening to them, maybe they're, the way that they communicate doesn't make sense to you at first, but the more you get to know them, the more you understand them. Yeah, And so I think I, I would just want to encourage people, don't stop because you will miss out on some really valuable things if you just stop because you don't get anything in the beginning. Yeah. It, you know? It's kind of like I, I have a, a friend. He's actually one of the overseers of our church. Mm-hmm. His name is Rob Hoskins. Mm-hmm. He might be the most brilliant person I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life. So uh, smart. And he uses words and terminology. I have no idea what he's talking about. I mean, I'll I'll sit in a meeting with him and like his directors and the way that they talk is very foreign. It's so far over my head. Yeah. And I feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room, which I probably am. (laughs) I'm I'm very aware. But just because I feel that way, you know what it, it makes me do? Like I don't understand it, which which is makes actually want to learn more. It makes me want to learn more. I'm like, yeah. okay, I, I need to, I need to step my game up. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of going like, oh man, I don't get this. I'm just going to throw in the towel, mm-hmm. go, you know what? You know what that's telling me? It's telling me I need to step my game up yep. and, and I need to start, I need to, I need to press in a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. I need to pay attention a little bit more yep. because I'm going to grab hold of a word here and I'm going to mm-hmm. grab hold of a word there. Mm-hmm. And those ones are going to have meaning to me. And I think it's no different than God's word because you're not going to get all of it, but there's going to be a word here yep. and there's going to be a word there. That's going to be like, it, it's going to be like satisfaction to your yeah. soul. Yep. And you're going to be able to grab on that and go, I get that. Yes. And that's exactly what God is trying to speak to you that day is that little thing mm-hmm. that is going to be the thing that's going to sustain you. Maybe not for today, but in the next day or the day after that. That's right. That's right. Yep. 
We don't, and and it goes back to we say this all the time. You know, you don't just eat one meal a week. You know, you eat multiple meals a day. Yeah. Like you need those things to sustain you, and that is what's feeding our spirit. Yeah. And if the majority of the us are not nurturing, we're not feeding our spirit. And just because I'm eating something doesn't mean, you know, yeah. it always tastes good or well, that, that's part of the reason why, you know, it's part of the reason why we do the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Right. Cause the fasting aspect is, is about denying your flesh yeah. or denying your, your, uh, your, your body your flesh. And, and so what you're feeding doing your is you're feeding your spirit instead. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, like right now I'm not eating. So, which means, you know, like I'm, are you hungry? Yes, of course <laughs> I'm hungry. I, I'm, I'm like nine or 10 days in without yeah. food, physical food. But what I'm doing is, is I'm, I'm spending time with God. Right. I'm feeding my spirit. So, you know, when battles are happening in my life, you know, what's winning the spirit of God's winning. That's right. And and the, the reason why we do this is it's a reset moment for us to remind ourselves that we are three-part beings. We're body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And so what are we feeding in our life? Am yeah. I going to feed my flesh? Am I going to feed my mind, my will, or my emotions? Or am I going to feed the spirit of God? Yep. You know, there's the old proverb. There's, there's, there's multiple dogs on the porch. Whichever one you feed is going to win the battle. Yep. So true. And so you've got to, you've got to feed the things that matter most. And I think that's one of the reasons why I would say if there's one yeah. habit that you can do, it might not seem like a lot, but mm -hmm. spending 20 minutes of prayer and worship and some daily Bible reading will begin to feed your spirit like you never have yep. before. And you'll be more nourished spiritually, which will give you more energy, more ability, and it'll give you the tools and the resources that are necessary to combat the enemy. Yeah. Well, and it, and it helps us put on the full armor of God, mm -hmm. which we talked about a couple of months yeah. ago, which well, is the goal for every one of us. It, hel it helps in, in every area of our life. Yeah. So as we close out today, I think. The thing that I really want to encourage you guys to do this week, if you haven't downloaded YouVersion, download YouVersion. And I want to challenge you guys to do exactly what we talked about. Just this one habit. Yeah. This one habit this week. Take some time, five minutes in prayer, five minutes in worship, 10 minutes reading your Bible. I promise you can get up 20 minutes earlier and it will make a huge difference for your life if you will actually do it. And if you do it for the next 90 days and it doesn't work, remember you can punch TJ in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have- Well, you better not, not miss a day and then come up and punch me That's in the face. That's right. That's right. God is watching you. <laughs> Anyways, well, hopefully you guys have an amazing week and we look forward to hanging out with you guys again here next weekend. Have an awesome week.